1: Check, check. What up, y'all? This is Ed Lover. Y'all, come on, son, the podcast. We have full effect. You know how I do. Every time I do this, I got to give props to the man, uh, Combat Jack, that made it possible for me to do podcasts because if it wasn't for Combat Jack, I wouldn't sit here and and be able to do these podcasts uh, at all. He's the one that encouraged me. He's the one that inspired me. He's the one that's always had my back. He's the reason why... I'm still on the Loudspeaker Network. It was all because of Combat Jack and his invitation for me to come and do his podcast. And from there, he was like, Ed, you need the podcast. I knew nothing about the podcast world. I knew absolutely nothing about how it worked, how it didn't work. But I know that it's a, it's a way for me to express myself. It's a way for me to to get the uh, handcuffs taken off. It's a way for me to say whatever I want to say, however I want to say it, and to talk directly To people without having to worry about my language, without having to worry about, oh, you can't say this, you can't say that, you can't say the third. This is the reason why I podcast is because of the late, great Combat Jack. Rest in peace, always. That's my man. I will always be indebted to you for allowing me to come out and get on this microphone with you. Go through my story with you in front of a live audience, which completely blew my mind because I didn't know that people that podcast could ever have that many people just just following them like that, man. So I've been podcasting ever since. I'm well over 100, way over 100 podcasts by now, I think. Yeah, I've done way over 100 podcasts. and It, it always amazes me when I'm moving some someplace and somebody goes, yo, man, I listen to your podcast every day. It's not overwhelming. I'm not the number one podcaster in the country. And I don't care because I just like doing it. I enjoy being able to express myself. And I like the word of mouth way that I pick up, you know, followers and the way that I pick up people that listen to my podcast. Somebody'll tell somebody else about somebody else and tell somebody else like, yo, you need to check out Ed Lovers Podcast, man's podcast be crazy. And y'all got got some podcasts that y'all like that I've done that are that overwhelmingly gotten more numbers. Than other podcasts. I know one of them is whenever I talk about Tupac, I don't know. Y- y'all motherfuckers just... Y'all are enamored with this man, man. And I and I dig that because Pac made a lot of music and Pac was, was really, really a special person. But whenever I give a little insight into my relationship with Pac and my thoughts on him, y'all just... Y'all go fucking gaga, man. It, it, it's appreciated. It really is, man, because I did know the brother. I knew the brother like that and I knew both sides of him, so... I really appreciate how y'all get busy, man, when y'all y'all listen to my podcast. So check this out. So I was supposed to have Daz. Yeah, Daz Dillinger, Diggity Daz. Yeah, I was supposed to have Daz from the Dog Pound on and Capone from Capone and Noriega. Now, I don't know if y'all know that they are together. They are a group. I had an opportunity to interview them over the phone. But then once I found out that Daz was here in Georgia and that Capone was going to be here all week, I was like, yo, why don't y'all just come in and we'll do the podcast live right here at Live Canvas Studios in Norcross, Georgia. That's where I'm at right now. And um, they were like, bet. So we set it up. It was supposed to go down today. And then unfortunately, when I got here, I read my text messages because I'm one of them people that that don't keep my phone on going fucking nuts like that. Um, I got it when I got here. That unfortunately, Dad's mom had to be rushed to the hospital. So on his way here, he had to go to the hospital to attend to his mom. And I understand that because I don't give up. I don't care if I was scheduled to go meet with the president of the United States. If something happens to my mom, I'm on my way to her. So we will reschedule Dad's and Capone. And since I had the studio and I had the time, I was like, well, you know what? I might as well just go ahead and podcast anyway because there's so much stuff going on and there's so many things that I could talk about. I was like, I'm going to reschedule Dads and Capone. I had a lot of questions I want to ask Dads and Capone, too. But that will be for another time. But I did do an interview with them over the phone. And on the end of this podcast, I'll throw one on there as like a little bit of a teaser so that the next time I get Dads and Capone, y'all will understand why I wanted to talk to them live instead of on the phone because the connection wasn't that great. And I didn't get enough time because they were like on this radio tour and when you do a radio tour i've done it before for movies and 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 projects that i've been involved with the people that interviewing you only get a certain amount of time because there's so many stations they have to talk to so that's that was the deal and then i found out fucking dad lives here in atlanta and i'm like yo what the fuck bro we can get in the studio and do this we don't have to do this phone shit like we can sit here and drink, unfortunately, y'all can't smoke in this room, because they could. They'd smoke hella weed. But him and Capone, that would have been dope, man, because I would have got to talk to Capone. But I'm going to let y'all hear about 12 minutes of my interview that I had with them on the, on the tail end of this. So I just decided, yo, my boy, let me tell y'all about what kind of fucking day I had. This this shit is <laughs> fucking ridiculous, all right? And y'all might think I'm ridiculous for saying this, but it was, I was so pissed today, man. My wife got up and just took my car key. Now, I don't understand. My daughter drops my wife off at work every day. She knew I had to come here and podcast today. And she snatched my car key and then going to tell me that my valet key. And since I'm on camera, let me show you all my valet key. Let me show you how fucking ridiculous. And that voice you hear in the background, I'm about to introduce him later on because he's the reason why I got up here today. Where the fuck is this valet key? She she's gonna tell me that a valet key, y'all. I want y'all to see this shit. <laughs> this right here. This is the valet key to the car, right? Off the camera. Or oh, the other way? Off the camera. Which camera I'm on? Oh, there I am. She's gonna tell me. I thought I was on that camera. She's gonna tell me that this valet key is gonna start a push-button car. I said, baby, don't start the car. All you gotta do is hold it against it. Like this shit is some kind of magical David Copperfield type shit. And press start. And it's going to start. And it didn't. So I called my man who I'm about to introduce, man. And um, he drove me up here. And that's how I got here today. And didn't get here to find out that dad. I didn't want to be late because Dads and in Capone was supposed to be at 6. Didn't get here to find out that dad is having problems with his moms. And I, we really, our heart goes out to you dads. So we hope your mom feels better, man. But we can always reschedule. So if it wasn't for this guy. I'm about to introduce to y'all right now. My good, good friend, I wouldn't be here right now because he came and picked me up and he drove me up here. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Come On Sunday Podcast for the first time. And this probably will be up many, many times you'll hear his voice. The one and only my man, Mr. Drew Bell. What up, Drew? What's going on, Ed Love? Thank you, brother. Thank you for, for Drew, podcasting with me my today, pleasure. man. And
2: for those of y'all that don't know me, me and Ed are what we call Squares.
1: squares. Yes, <laughs> we are. We're part of Masons. We're squares, baby. And it's cool to be a square. So all you squares out there, all you Masons, those T shirts are coming soon. And I'm gonna tell you how you can get one from us. We're making T shirts called. Mm-hmm. It's cool to be Cool to Be Square. It's cool to be square. And it really is. You know, it's it, first of all, a lot of people don't know about The Masons, the Masons are older than any fraternity in this country. Any one, right or wrong? Right, Definitely right. Back to the building of King Solomon's temples, the
2: Masons were around back in Egypt. So we were back back when Jesus was walking this earth. So everything about Masonry, most people don't know, is written in the Bible. Um, Everything, we talk about squares, you talk about ropes and angles, all that deals with Masonry. There's a lot of confusion that masonry is some subversive organization. Yeah, I
1: hate that, bro. You know,
2: when we talk about different families in masonry, you got Prince Hall, you got Modern Free, you got Scottish Rite. You know, but at the end of the day, we're all masons, similar to Black Creek organizations. You know, we may not talk about each other's families, but we do respect the fact that we're an organization and we give each other love. Right. And masons need to do that to one another more often.
1: Yeah, absolutely. How? What was it about being a mason and how did you get involved with it? All right, well.
2: That's a good story. Let's see. I was pledging at the time. My father was a, a mason. He was, a, he was our Worshipful master, which is basically the president of our lodge. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I wanted to be a part. I've seen, you know, shriners, parades, and done a whole lot of things for um, community service and given to um, wives who have lost their spouses during the holidays. And so I went behind my daddy's back to petition into our lodge. And um, I was fortunate <laughs> Whoa, whoa, whoa.
1: What'd you say you did?
2: <laughs> I went behind my father's back. So there's a process. How did that work? It didn't work out well for me. Not all. So I went to the vice president, the sergeant at arms and basically the keeper of records. And so as it unfolds, you know, they read your membership out in front of the lodge and the brothers say, hey, this person has been duly vetted and et cetera. And we want to pass a vote. Well, my father is the one reading out the memberships at the time. He had no idea that I was trying to become a member. And I said that um, as he read my name and he kept going, they said all of a sudden my father paused. And we have what's called jewels, which are credentials um, for a lot of bros and fraternities and sororities and for ladies. He took off his jewels. He wrapped the gavel. He sat down and said, who the fuck let my son get this far in the process? (laughs) So... This was back in. Did
1: he actually <laughs> say that? He stood Because this is a this just, a real right. ceremony. If anybody's yes. been through this, well, we can't tell you everything because yes. we ain't trying to get in no trouble, all right, with our brothers. But <laughs> mm. he actually stopped
2: the ceremony, yes. took so, his jewels so, off. It was just a, it was just a regular meeting. You know, they're going through a regular meeting, doing the voting. Right. He's going to come on board. Uh-huh. So um, at this point, hey, Pops um, looked up and said, hold on a minute, wrapped the gavel three times, took off his credentials. Stepped down from behind the, the gavet and said, hey, who the fuck let my son get this far <laughs> in this process? And I understand the rest of that meeting didn't go over well for the next couple of hours. So then my process began. And as you know, a lot of people that may be listening may or may not be masons or eastern stars. Hello, Sheebas. Um, but the process can vary depending on what type of lodge you went through. And I went through a military lodge. So it took me a good little time to get my third degree to become a master mason to be able to wear jewelry. Right. Um, and to acknowledge myself as a mason. So... But my father was not pleased at the fact that I went behind his back. But that was the best way to go. You know, I didn't want to be um, brought in as a legacy and nobody give me the proper rights that I should have received. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to do experience to go for my own. So, right. you know, and every, sometimes you don't get to do that. Right. So similar with fraternities and say, oh, he skated. Nah, there was no skating.
1: Yo, let me, let me ask you about that, bro. Mm-hmm. Because you a kappa out of all the fraternities that you could have chose. Why kappa? I always wanted to know why brothers joined the fraternity that they are part of, because I'm quite sure, at the school you went to, there was many, multiple fraternities you could have been in. Why Kappa? You know what's making this shit funny is because we hadn't even talked
2: about this. We just in here talking, so this was cool because we do in the, in the, were doing it in the garage. So,
1: right. Why did Andrew
2: Bell pledge Kappa? Well, before I decided I was going to pledge Kappa, if you looked at my high school yearbook, it said I plan to go to, uni- to go to college and major in computer science. And I planned to pledge Cap Alpha Psi or Omega Psi Phi. That's what I said in high school. Okay. I got to UGA. The Qs were off the yard. I rolled with the Qs like a dog rolls with a bone. You know, they were just cool. They were my boys. We hung out. We drank. We partied. Um, some other miscellaneous activities. Uh, then I had a crew of guys that I was running with who liked the Kappas. But I really knew nothing about the Kappas. So um, Qs were off the yard. Got some time. With me, to uh, meet a brother named Ozell Freeman. Um, he's a lawyer now. A great dude. Love him to death. He's a mentor to me. Um, long story short, as I started weighing out my options, I found myself saying I liked more what Kappa had to offer for me in a lifestyle than I than I did for Omega. Um, and that didn't go over well with some people. Some people had their feelings hurt. And I got it because the Qs were my boys. And I still run with Qs, like, you know, to this day. Yeah, absolutely. My daughter's godfathers are Qs. So, um, but I chose Kappa because what I saw for myself where I was going in my future, I saw a better look on me with Kappa than I did with Omega. And so...
1: What do you mean, like personally? Personally,
2: or? I thought that my fit and my, the way I carry myself, now most people say I act like a Q anyway, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to leave that alone because we got this podcast Ooh. going. So you don't do that. That wasn't me. Bro, listen, <laughs>
1: this part, you can say whatever you want to so say on my boys. So my bro.
2: boys call me Kappa Q. So they made up a hand sign like this when they throw up the Q sign with my yo in it. And um, so I roll hard with some Qs in Atlanta, and they just like my brothers like you, my brother. And uh, when shit hits the fan, they got my back. When my mom died, they were there, they sent flowers. You know, they prayed up on me every day, checking in and stuff. And for y'all that don't know what you don't know, but my mom just passed in May. So um, Ed Lover was in my corner. I had my boys calling me every day, the Q's and the Kappa's. So, you know, it was it's just a beautiful thing. So there was no love lost between me and my friends about what I chose, but I chose Kappa because I thought that I would make a difference in Kappa more than I would make a difference in Omega. What, what, why you felt like you could not make no difference in Omega? because i didn't think i was gonna be a great fit you know there's, okay. there's, there's, there's the manliness of how people are functioning one organization to the next um the at pocket, that time that time for what i see about what controls the fraternity what makes a fraternity successful i don't think that that would fit me as a young man and as an older man as far as what i wanted to get out of a fraternity like when you see me now on Kappa's roll up there's always a good conversation there's a wholesome spirit you know, some cues have that too, but also they have their moments they don't want to take it to the grass. Motherfucker, I ain't trying to fight you just because I don't have the right answer to a question every time you see me. That that's, that doesn't fit my nature. Right. I don't wanna I don't mm-hmm. want women being fearful that I'm gonna be disrespectful to them or because I may bark or piss or do something like that that they don't wanna see. That, that wasn't, I wasn't about that. I, you know, Could you say I was a womanizer? Was I, was I fucking around? Of course I was. Who wasn't in college. Right. But what I saw for me was a little different than what I saw as a stereotypical feature of an Omega. Now, I've seen Omegas afterwards. I've got Dr. Bruce Hines. Shout out to Dr. Bruce. Group. Shout out to Dr. Bruce, 79Q, Xavier. Um, you know, Those guys are, are epitome of what gentlemen are. Even though they're men of Omega sci-fi, they're phenomenal good men. But however, at the time, the things that I saw, those things didn't fit me and I didn't want it.
1: Okay, then so, you got the you got the kappa symbol around your neck, and right there under that shirt on your arm, you got branded.
2: Yes, I bro, got, that shit hurt, man. I'm gonna tell you like this: I didn't get branded until I was 40. And reason, are you kidding me? Reason being, since it's up here, let me see if you can see. Yeah, there it is. Um, <laughs> the reason was at before I went to the 100th Conclave, I did not want to. There's a cute calling me right now. <laughs> <laughs> hurt! What I did not want is I didn't want a brand. I always want a brand. I don't do ink. Didn't want to tattoo. Hated needles. So I sat down in my boys' crib with a bunch of young brothers are you getting ready. Are you saying something about my tattoo? No, I, I, I love ink. I'm just saying <laughs> Drew Bell hates needles. Okay. Drew Bell is afraid of needles. I don't like needles. Okay. So I would never get ink. That's just not my thing. But I wanted a brand. So at the age of 40, one of my boys, drunk, branded me. When I saw the picture, his eyes were closed. I'm like, damn, thank God it turned out all right. So it's a matter of and take it off, maybe two seconds. It. It's more of an irritation to keep it clean over those first couple so of So, do
1: you do it just like you do a, like a tattoo? Like you got to put bacitration ointment on it and all that? hmm
2: Yep, sure do. So, then once you get it um, dried out a little bit, you just let it air out. Right. And some people keloid pretty bad. Mine didn't. Some folk, you know, depend on their skin tone and complexion, will fade away over time. Like uh-huh. I see people's brands disappear. Yeah, I have too. You know, so, you know, but... For me, I just needed a brand. I wanted a brand. I always wanted one. I so, just do they
1: have one. like a like a Kappa Brandon Iron? Yes, of course. We, this this came
2: from. So a lot of people's chapters. There's
1: actually a Brandon Iron. That every brand every iron. so who, not, not who holds the, who has the Brandon Iron? Like and for me, like for a, my an, chapter, an official Brandon Iron, nigga. No, or no. like so that. every chapter, that's the, so every, every chapter, <laughs> somebody's in charge of the Brandon Iron. Uh,
2: Maybe all chapters don't have them. So let's say for an example in Atlanta, you've got all these different black HBCUs. Right. You've got Georgia Tech. You've got Georgia State, but well, they don't have a chapter anymore. Then you've got schools around us. Some of them have Brandon Irons. Some of them may not. So there'll be a moment when the brothers get together, collected, and say, "We're gonna have." A branding party just to just, just burn them, just for the hell of it. Just let's burn them, so you know. Some, some some people have multiple brands here, here, chest, ass, legs, calf muscle. Ass,
1: why right. would you put a brand on your ass, bro? I don't have Bro, for real, ass. on your ass cheek. That's a question. If we had a call in bro, right now, why would you brand your ass?
2: Why don't you brand, would sound cool to me, bro? Why would you brand your foot, your calf muscle. You got some women that's got brands in some unique places as well, so I'm just saying that's
1: different, that's sexy, that's <laughs> sexy. <laughs> That's sexy, bro. A motherfucker can't brand his ass, bro. Yes, yeah, bro. No, You, you serious?
2: That's a hard
1: You know, you know, brother, you know, Capra brothers that got brands no, on their ass. I don't know ass. any
2: noobs that got a brand on their ass. I don't know no nukes that got brand on their but ass. But you
1: know, some Omegas that got brands on their ass.
2: Omegas got brands now. They, I mean, some of their brands are pretty beautiful, too. You know, especially when they got three tiered, you know, and some people keep it. What, what's,
1: what's a three tiered brand?
2: Um, I call it when they got one on top of the other. One, two, three. Like almost in 3D.
1: What the fuck would you do that for, bro? Because they like it
2: somebody else may have had it maybe it's a thing that they thought of on their own one of our brothers um martin davis you know martin yeah you know old school q um he's having a brand made by um a smith right so blacksmith is making him a branding iron that we saw over at havana lounge one day so it's got a beautiful concept it's gonna be a great brand i don't know who's gonna put it on their on their body or whatever but it ain't gonna be small so but it's a great concept jesus christ bro. exactly hallelujah <laughs> in his holy name <laughs> Wait a minute. We need to get a shout out to
1: our boy Galileo. Galileo, seal sauce. That's our boy right there. So we had to shout him out real quick. So you chose Kappa over Q. Yes. That's what you decided. That's to what do. I decided. So you are you were a Mason before you were. No, I finished Kappa
2: in May of 1988. Then I got my third degree in Masonry September 6, 1988. And okay. If I had a choice to do one of them all over again, it would definitely be Kappa. Why? Because the toll for masonry sometimes ends in death.
1: <laughs> I'm Glad it didn't end in death for me.
2: Woo! Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo! Won't he will? Won't he will?
1: I'm so glad it didn't happen so for glad me,
2: Because I would not get free cigars after every time Dallas whoops that ass. No,
1: here we go with the Dallas Giants shit again. So well, let me ask you a question, bro. Fire away. All right. So uh, once you once you did that in your life, now you're official. How long have you been you been a caper for a noob for how long now?
2: It is, what, 32
1: years. Okay. Recently, this is the reason why we started talking about this in the first place. Mm -hmm. Recently, your friends and your brothers at Omega made some honorary members. (laughs) One was Anthony Anderson. One was D.L. Hughley. Another uh, very prominent person, the king of funk himself, George Clinton, the man who created Atomic Dog, which is basically the Q's theme song, Mm -hmm. which I thought... Should have happened so fucking long ago. I don't know why that didn't happen with George Clinton, but I know there's a lot of people that have different feelings about honorary members of their fraternity. Okay, what is yours? <sighs> they didn't get online. My personal they opinion. They go through the hell.
2: My personal opinion is, um, if we look at the history of Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated, we state we don't have any honorary members. Period.
1: Right? Never did. Not,
2: not in my lifetime. Okay. So, um, I also realize that, you know, sororities do it from time to time, honoring, honoring great women who have made achievements not only in their environment, but in society and in the world, you know, they've done a great thing for, for manhood, um, for Omegas to give an honorary membership. That means a lot to them because, you know, Omega's are, are, are all about manliness brotherhood. Um, I'm missing something. So, but in any event, if they chose to give their fraternity an honorary membership to their fraternity, then I think that's the highest achievement that an organization can give. Okay. they chose to do that.
1: Because, you know, Shaq is an is honorary Shaq, member. Shaq, from, I, my, from I
2: understand, I thought Shaq pledged.
1: No, Shaq honorary. Okay. Michael Jordan pledged.
2: Michael Jordan pledged, I know, at North Carolina. Right. But, um, you know, again, Anthony Anderson has been making a difference in the entertainment industry um, and doing some other things as far as society goes. Um, was the other
1: comedian? The comedian, Hughley. Dale Hugle. Dale I think now.
2: I don't know if they went through alumni. They got the new king
1: of black people right the now. Guy. Dale Hugle. It's <laughs> a king of right and wrongs now.
2: And I would, I would definitely say George Clinton for Atomic Dog. You know, every time that song comes on,
1: you guarantee the cues you, gonna start.
2: You you can't help it because it's what they do. But you right. know what? Before the cues will hop into it, everybody in a basement party with the black light on would get crazy. That's right. When, when the Atomic Dog came out, anything Parliament related with funk would just make you go crazy. So yeah. that's just natural. You know, and the cues get to and I'll sit here. And I ain't gonna lie, my head to get to bobbing. Yeah, I get like, line, Bob's I, right. I want them to hop. I want to see their knees. I'm telling all you cues now that see me. I'm a capper and I love y'all to death. And when y'all hop, it is some of the greatest things to see in this world. Raise them knees high, get your spins
1: going. That's throw right. Throw them hooks up. It, it is.
2: It just it makes everybody around you hype. When so, did
1: when did when did the cane stuff come for the for for the Q's? When did that start? Bro? I don't know Cues Q's having canes. Kappa's got canes. The story, oh, I'm sorry. I'm thinking about Kappa. The I'm story, thinking about, yeah, the story I'm thinking about, about Kappa Y'all was that noops. we had an injury. Y'all red brother. and white boys.
2: It's crimson and cream. Is it crimson and cream? Crimson it's and not cream. red and white. You're enjoying this shit, ain't you? Yes, I
1: am. <laughs> is it really? Is it crimson and cream? It's truly
2: crimson and cream. Okay. And so I believe there was a brother that was injured in World War I, and um, he required a cane. So he actually walked with a cane, and then that partner became a part of um, our legacy as related to the fraternity. That is the story that was told to me. Now, because somebody just... Daddy could have been walking on a cane. I don't know. But I like the World War I story. The World War
1: One story, of... War One story sounds, sounds really so better. much better. It sounds so much so better much than better. somebody just had a cane. And so who who was the first person? That, I mean, is this taught to you guys when you're pledging? Who's the first person that started spinning the cane and stepping and bouncing the cane and throwing the cane up in the air and catching it behind the back and doing all the cool stuff you Crimson and Cream brothers be doing?
2: I don't know who the first person was. That, I, I don't know. But I do know that I'm um, doing the process of stepping before this shimmy shit came along. Um, what's shimmy? <laughs> Bro, I don't know nothing about this. What's it's, shimmy? It's, what's his name? Um, Chris, um, um, Chris Brown. And doing the video and you start um, th- doing this stuff. Rolling their shoulders and, and squirming and et cetera. That's, that's the shimmy. Going all low and holding their hands to their knees. That's the shimmy. And women love the young boys doing it, going crazy. Is over that what family. the was that what your your younger fraternity brothers are doing right now? That is what they're doing. And you know, they're doing it, and people and some people love it. You know, I'm just a bro. But how
1: do you go away from the part of your your whole thing
2: is tradition? Well, you know, also part of that is we evolve. We evolve as young men. We evolve as little boys to teenagers to young men to old men. Right. So, um, stepping wasn't for everybody. You know, so maybe bopping the cane, maybe you had people who couldn't twirl a cane, so they came up with this shimmy. Maybe it was a dance. I don't know. You've were got... you guys taught to, to twirl a cane. I was, I, I kind of was taught to twirl, but I knew how to twirl on my own, so I twirled on my own. But when you, when we were pledging, when we had the pledge, pledge classes back in those days, which they don't do anymore, Cap Alpha si is a non-hazing, non-pledge of fraternity, incorporated. Um, we were actually had a cane master, so when we were online as scrollers, we had a cane master who would teach us steps and routines and twirling your cane and we'd have our practice sessions to prepare for our probate show and um some people could twirl better than others some people couldn't twirl at all right so you know you had to adjust your show so that it could fit the people who couldn't twirl a cane okay so it's just like it's, a lot of people don't have rhythm you've seen some cues that can't step you've hey, seen yeah, some I hours have. that can't step you've, yes, seen, I so, have. you've seen a whole bunch of cappers drop canes so right absolutely. you know, it's, you've got some that are elite and you got some that ain't shit and so you just got to find those that can represent but you. But this guys. is
1: all going on during the time that you pledged. During the
2: time that I pledged. So we had a So did they basket.
1: just stop doing that?
2: Uh, well, you know, there's no more pledging. So there's no more lines, right? And what? Across, across all organizations. It stopped in 1990. That was the cease and desist for damn
1: near every Wait, fraternity. Wait, man, zone. I know the hazing stopped. There's no more lines. Well, let's put it uh, this There's way. a lot of people out there, Drew, that have never pledged the fraternity. I'm one of them. Okay. Never in my life. What does a line mean? What does that mean? You remember on school days, you know. Yeah. Big Brother G5G. G5G. G5 I'm a gamma man because only a gamma man is a real man and only a real man can you be a be gamma, a gamma man. man.
2: So you take that perception and you say, all right, we're going to get all our guys. We line them up from short to tall. Some schools go tall to low, um, shave their head ball. They all wear the same thing because you want to have a one uniform look. want everybody to be one, function as one, right? um and so with that being said you have a a period that you would pledge um it could be a six-week program could be an eight-week program Mm -hmm. whatever it is you've got a program and most of them are structured so that you learn something you learn the history of your fraternity or sorority you learn about your founders um you learn how to step you function then you also the same token you're trying to learn about brotherhood or sisterhood in my opinion a good pledge program would have taught someone that they are far more resourceful than they thought they could be. Mm. Because your reach in the community or the reach around people is better or greater than what you think you have now. You learn um, concept of time and how to maximize the time in each day. Because you find yourself doing things that you didn't know that you could do when you had other things get done too. Your resourcefulness helps you out there or you're able to start managing your things better. Another thing I think that that a proper pledge class will teach you is self-discipline, right? There's so many things you can't do. You can't walk on grass. You can't wear certain clothes. You can't you can't talk to girls or any of these other things. And you learn to have self-control and self-discipline. Um, and the other biggest thing about it all is that they say what's going to teach you, what's going to knock you down to bring you up. I don't know about all that, but I do know that it also taught me an opportunity to get to know the young men that I was pledging with. Right. To To begin to have. Of relationship, not lifelong just friendships, life-long right? Friendships. Sometimes it does. That, sometimes that's bullshit. We all know those motherfuckers you meet you don't like you can't fuck with. Right. I see him. I say hello, and I keep the fuck on going. Right. But then you know. But it's it is, still your line, bro. It's still brother. a
1: brother you remember for the rest of your life. And we was it, online together.
2: Exactly. And even when I meet a kappa you know, the reality is I'm meeting you on a common bond. It's because like you and I, we share squares. We're right. Friends long before that, but we share something common. And if we grow a relationship beyond that common bond, then that's what it's supposed to be like. But if we don't, I respect you because you're my member. Q's may respect the Q because he's a member, an alpha, another alpha. But if we grow something bigger than that, then that's what the, the bond let us meet because of it. And then we grew from it. Right. But most motherfuckers get their letters and they think they're better than that. Or they may think, OK, now nah, they, they can't, can't have nobody can't, else that's can't, can't, not in their fraternity. That's exactly. Their All friend. sororities for that matter. Correct. So, right. All the sororities limit themselves to that that they're in. But then again, you only see that in the college that you're at. When you leave that school and go somewhere else, get out into the real world and start meeting other people. That's when you, that's when you see the greatness of your organizations, the outreach that they have, the ability to help you. Like I got my job from DuPont. To IBM in Atlanta in 1996 from a brother that worked for IBM named, um, oh my God, oh he's gonna kill me. if Thank God I know uh, him. yeah Medgar Van Benton, that's his name. Okay. He went to South Carolina State University. Um, he worked at IBM now, he's with Ernst Young. But that brother took a chance on me at a conference, um, flew me down to Atlanta, put me up in the Ritz, got an interview, got the job at IBM, stayed there for a year, moved on. But I can point out incidents where brothers have helped me along the way, right? And so and I'm grateful for that when you and I right now are talking about doing voter registration drives we can get into that in a little bit but um one of the brothers I talked to his name is Steve Young here in Atlanta owns Wade Ford I just picked up the phone that next day after I talked about it with um, um he's an alpha man his name is Chris Womack um, I talked to him about doing it I called Steve and said Steve I want to do a voter registration drive and a candidate information session at your at your store at your car dealership a couple of times in the month of August and September not a problem drew He's a Kappa brother. He's a Kappa brother. Okay. But he's also a good brother. Most people don't even know he's a Kappa because he's just that guy. He's just that nice. And I put a plug in for wayford on on um, South Cop. No, that's South Cop Drive. Yeah, it's on South and, Cop. It's I know Wade is. It's down it. the like so, block from the creek. Exactly. So, shouts out to Steve Young for letting us get ready for this voter registration, voter registration drive featuring Ed Lover. Yeah, you're going to do some work too. Yeah, hey, I'll be there. If I'm going to sweat, you're going to sweat.
1: I'm going to be there. So, what are they doing now? If they're not doing lines. Like, so I'm they, they, didn't that didn't sound like cocaine. Yes, it does. Don't <laughs> it does. I thought that's what there was in that bag. No, it's a god. So if they're not doing the lines, we have and what I they call mean,
2: a, an intake process. So you know, you have um, you do a, you do an intake process. It's almost like uh, what white folk would call a rush, right? So you have, right, you have gentlemen and ladies who are interested in the pledge of the sorority or fraternity. They submit their applications and their paperwork and their transcripts or whatever, and they go through interview processes. And then when they're fin- finished with the interviews. Um, they identify the people that they would like to become a member of their selective organization. And then each particular um, divine nine has what they call um, what they call an intake process. And different, different organizations have a different style of intake. Um, you come, you learn history. You have sessions about what CAP is about, omega, and et cetera. Some of them, they, you've, you've got to take tests. you got to pass certain tests to know about what the fraternities and sororities are about. And then you do some community service, which everyone's required to do across all organizations because we're all about service. Right. You know, we're all social organizations. We're all about service to the community. So you do some community service projects. Um, and then at some point in time, when they think they're prepared, they bring them on into Cap Alpha Psi, Delta Sigma Theta, Alpha Kappa Alpha. I Kappa. see
1: it in your eyes. You pissed about this new shit. Ain't I
2: you? don't care for the new shit. It I know, know you don't. Because you got
1: your for... ass kicked, didn't you, bro?
2: Cap <laughs> Alpha Psi is not, not a fucking Not fraternity today, evolution.
1: it is. Today? <laughs> today? Today? <laughs> and no and no when the fuck you went over it, wasn't it? it?
2: did not haze and cap office. Opportunity you hate to haze COVID. your ass? Did no. they not haze your ass? No one touched
1: me in cap office. You're a of fucking COVID. liar. You can sit it. right here as my friend on my damn podcast, <laughs> my damn podcast <laughs> and gonna <laughs> lie how many times I, I heard you over hey. cigars. Hey, and, hey You and don't and know Bird me. And been talking about how many my times you. My name is Adams. <laughs> I remember you telling me you fucked the dude up because he hazed you so bad And once you crossed over you whipped that ass. Hey, man.
2: That's not how it went down. Come know. on, stop, bro! I know they don't. You know, do alcohol like make it, men tell lies. It stopped in 1990, right? Hazen probably supposedly stopped before 1990. Hazen doesn't exist; it never existed. They're just people trying to. You're a hit. liar, bro! I ask, saw it do the right any, thing. Ask any Omegas. <laughs> ask any Alphas. Any Sigmas. I, no, I saw it. It no. wasn't
1: do the right thing well, in school on, days. I saw it school days, on, bro. I, I want to put this joke. You got haze, bro?
2: No, no, I did yes, not. Yes, you did. I did not. I, let me tell you though. Let me say this though. I don't know the name of this other fraternity, but they call us the Divine Nine. But I know they're brown and yellow. I don't know how you can hang out with your founders and maybe your founder owes you $20. How can you have a founder that owes you $20? You know what I'm saying? How can you call your founder and say, let's go to the Waffle House? What kind of shit is that? I don't know anybody. That's that's their founder? The the fraternity was founded in 80-something. Maybe 90. Who knows? They founders are still alive. Ain't nobody I know, and I'm 53 years old, that has pledged a fraternity sorority that can ever tell me they done broke bread or borrowed money from a founder.
1: So how many how many fraternities are there? You said nine. That's divine nine. That includes sororities
2: and fraternities. So you've got Alpha, right? Kappa, Omega, Sigma, AKA Deltas, Zeta, Sigma Gamma Rose, and then the other one. What's it called, Jay?
1: The Divine Nine. You know who it is? Come on.
2: Come
1: on, you know about them
2: Calvin I don't, Klein draws. Just yeah, tell I don't, me. <laughs> I don't know, y'all. I, I don't know. And we got a Calvin Klein draw model in here right now. He just, <laughs> just did you know he modeled for Calvin Klein? I don't, draws? I don't know, bro. I'm Yo, just trying to think. Right now, hey, man, can you get the camera on that dark <laughs> brother over there with the black shirt on? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Come over here by me, Jay. I want them so, to see. Who, who, who is it? Who is the other one? Did I don't know. Iota Wait,
2: Theta which
1: ones something. Did you name? Huh?
2: Which
3: one
1: did you
2: name? Kappa Alpha Q Sigma. Yes. Yeah, AKA Zeta. Zeta. Um, uh, Sigma Gamma roll and Deltas, and, delta. and, and it's Iota. Th-
3: Iota five th- there you go,
2: right there. You know why he knows What is it? Come, you know, come he, get on this he, camera. Right he, here.
3: Can I tell you
2: the story about how I know them? I ain't Hold tell you. Hold which camera? No, the one that one over here. Sit get your, your headphones, your headphones on. Now, right? Yeah, I need somebody else to hear this shit right
1: here. Sit your ass down, y'all. Listen, this, 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 this is little, another one of my this, boys. This is
2: our little brother Jay
1: Gooden. This We're about little, to make our little brother Jay Gooden. That's going, y'all. You know, y'all two taking a place with dad's little jerk. I'm sorry,
2: fuck dad's. I ain't making no only look. He ain't better than me. You ain't better than me.
1: You just did better than me. Okay, now. Now, hold on, wait a second. Well, okay. Right, and, um, can you, get, you turn get, Jay's mic on, please?
2: Oh no, you can get some like of this mic you, right here. I don't want you. He don't back.
1: need a no mic. No, you don't touch another man's mic. Yeah, that's that's against saying. the rules around here. They'll turn okay. Jay's okay. mic. on. So let me on. tell y'all about Jay. Oh. Jay, tell me about the Brown first. I don't know about I'm know conducting about this for interview for here. Hey man, today. first of all, I'm about to interview Jay. No, you're not going to interview Jay. Not on this podcast. You're not. So, bro, tell me about. Right. Stop lying to me bro. and tell me about when did Hazen really stopped. Uh-huh. When did you get online? What year? 1988. 88. And they were supposed to stop Hazen before that. And they Hazen you, never existed. Yes, it did, bro. I see, I'm just trying to tell Come think, on, you, bro. bro. Hazen is not real. Come thing. on, bro. Come on. It was not I, think, real. I, I seriously it's IELTA, think Iota Phi
2: Theta founded in. Oh, it was founded in 1963. There you go. So you know Same you, year I was born. That's what I'm saying. So you know the founder's still around. Could Found be. Founder's still around.
1: Might be, might not be, bro. So Mike, might s- might, I be, might not be. Hold on, he's gonna change. We're gonna take a little pause for the cause, so he can get Jay's mic on. Sure, man. So Jay can be a. There you go. You go there, there you go. There we go. All right, there you Turn there go. Go. All, right. all right, camera here for one second. Oh, now, man, no, no, we're yeah, not yeah, interviewing Jay. No, no, no we This is Come On Son the podcast. Come on, son. Come on. All right, all right. This Come On Son the podcast, and this is what we're doing. Okay, this is. Now, so we uh, so we finished. So, so Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Um, why did you pledge fraternity?
3: Why well, did not? Because he's smart man. No,
1: <laughs> I'm not. I wouldn't say. Hey, ladies
2: and gentlemen, that's Jay. Could you please the talk into
1: Could you please talk oh, into your microphone? Oh, oh, Jay, goodness. Goodness. thank you Gooden very much. Sounds is a, a, Calvin lot a Calvin Klein underwear model. model. Right yes, right underwear as hell. model. Yes. So listen, bro. The reason why I did not pledge a fraternity is number one, when pops passed away, my pops died, that dried up all the money for me to go to college. So my next move was trying to help moms out, getting a regular job and all that. But at one point, and this is God's honest truth, at one point, I did not want to be a part of a fraternity at all because in my day, With fraternities and sororities, that was that person's everything. And I I didn't want that to define who I was. And I remember this young lady by the name of Alice Draft. She passed away, God rest her soul. We were at some party at a college, and she was introducing everybody that was standing around. And me and my boy, Kurt, my best friend, was standing there. She was like, hey, this is such and such, he's a... Kappa, this is such and such, a, he's a mega, this is such and such, a, she's a delta, this is such and such, a, she's an she's a AKA, and this is Ed, he's nothing, there's Kirk, he's nothing. And I was like, wow, like, what the fuck you mean? You know what I mean? What do you mean that I'm nothing? Like, I'm, I'm not nothing. So, but at the height and the popularity around 91 or 92, when on TV Raps was on, like, six days out of the week, the cues came to me and asked me if I wanted to be an honorary member of Omega mega so sci-fi and I thought about it but it was one dude in that group that I did not like I couldn't stand this dude I didn't want to be around this dude I didn't, I didn't like him so I said no and I think that might have been a mistake because I felt like I had to be his brother I didn't want to be brothers with him. I didn't want to be cool with him. I didn't want to do the handshake with him. I didn't want to I want no parts of. my To this day I don't like the motherfucker. And I won't tell you <laughs> <laughs> what his name is. I just I don't like him now. All right. And that was then. That was nineteen ninety two. I never liked
2: him. Call him out, Ed. Just say it, No,
1: you know what say. it was? No, it was that it was that mentality mm-hmm. that I didn't like. That you can I didn't feel like in those days you can be an individual and I know it's different. And I know there's the I think it's this it was the North compared to the South with fraternities. I think in the South, you are a part of fraternity and you're allowed to be whoever you are, and that's just a part of who you are and not your whole shit. Right. Up North, that's what, what it was for them. Yeah. Yeah, I'm Omega, that's it. Every day, I'm Omega. Like, you know, the motherfuckers that you see walking around with the fucking gold boots on every single day, and, and you know, something's purple on them all the time. That and I thought, oh, I, thought that, I thought that that would, would have to happen to me. And I thought they were bringing me in specifically so I can represent them on television. Huh. So they had that TV presence because on TV Raps was probably like the number one show in the fucking world at the time. And, I didn't want, you know, I just, it was that brother. The rest of the brothers was nice, but the way he was acting about the fraternity, like, it was his all, and then I had Alice introduce me as a nothing. I was like, you know what? I don't need this, because we used to go up to a lot of the fraternity and sorority parties on Long Island at different schools, and we would smash on them niggas just for no reason. We just beat them niggas up. Because we, they were sucking niggas, you know? they wasn't. It was their whole life, but... Now that I'm in the South and I and I get a good opportunity to see it and mm-hmm. I get an opportunity to see how much community service they do and and how much work they do in the community and how they love each other and, and it doesn't really matter who you are, they respect your fraternity. Y'all, y'all might play the dozens of Joan mm-hmm. on each other like crazy. But at the end of the day you still yes. respect it. Now I went to uh to the homecoming here. I went to... Um, Morehouse, Morehouse Bellman? Mo- yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, Spellhouse. Oh, yeah. And I saw two Omegas knuckle up against each other. And I was like, what the fuck is this? like, y'all not supposed to be fighting each other, bro. That's, that was ridiculous. And the, one of the older brothers that was there, he was like, they in big trouble, man. He was like, they they in big trouble. They not ever supposed to put their hands on each other like that.
2: You know, brothers fight. Uh, so, I mean, Kappas fight each other, Sigmas, Alphas. But- y'all ain't
1: supposed to be doing that, bro. That's a black eye on your your face. You
2: know what? Black men fight. Right. You know, we kill each other. So, I mean, the same thing applies in an organization. If you feel disrespected as a man, you're going to come get your respect.
3: Yeah, but part of the catch is you got to be disrespected to get into the organization. That's the (laughs) thing that threw me off.
1: Back then you you did back then even it's when, when I was in Drew. school even when I was stopped in school stop Drew stop Drew that Hazen shit was for real even but when hazel I was in is, school it does
2: not exist in anybody's it not in anymore on, it doesn't come on it didn't man. exist bro
3: I, I bet nah, you it's underground like a motherfucker nah it was wide open when I was in college it was wide open and I'm behind both of y'all it was wide so. open they, they made that clear that that was part of the process that I would have to go through and I talked to three of the I guess the big the big five male fraternities. So four. Four. Yeah, okay. We'll see. I don't I don't know. Okay.
1: The, uh, the, uh, turn your phone off. Oh, Come wow. on, man. The really? awesome <laughs> foursome, <laughs> huh?
3: Yeah. Yeah, that. So I, I talked I talk to
1: three of them. I would do it now, though. Of course you would. I would do it now. Yeah. Of course you would. I would absolutely. Yeah, do yeah. I, I would I but would. You do know. It. Now that I'm a square, <laughs> I, I would absolutely I would absolutely do it now.
2: You know, I would say this, you know, you got at that time and point, you got a bunch of 18, 20-year-old young men, young hey, boys. It. And making decisions that they're not mature enough to know what they're doing, why they're doing it, they're doing it because somebody did it to them. Right, exactly. Or taught, or yeah, they, that's why you that's do, do it. it. But is. that was
3: part of the reason why I didn't want to do it, though, because everybody was just doing it because somebody else did it and it was something But that, that was part of their process. But that was the tradition. That's what I'm saying. They lay on you, tradition very, very hard. As they're someone part of they in tradition. an
2: organization, everybody does not haze. Period. Everybody does not haze.
3: But according to the friends that I have, you got that. I, most, the dudes okay. that I know, if no, you, you, if you, ask you ask aren't haze, they aren't. They don't accept you. It's not, they say skated. you skated, and know. everybody some kind of way finds that out. Like, oh, he's a skater, and they never really accept.
1: Let him. me ask you a question. Do y'all have a? And speaking of skaters, <laughs> right, do y'all have a website? Do y'all have a website? Because I know that Megan's got a website. About fake-ass omegas. Y'all got to. We website? We do have
2: something that where people put out there
1: about fake-ass captains. There you go. Yes, the, bro, they are actually brothers that walk around. There are people that walk around with other Could you talk on the mic. You are, the you worst. Can you can't hear me? Get close to the Barry, mic. You too cool. Yeah, now go ahead. How's this? That's much better, Drew. Thank you. Thank you.
2: Yeah. I'm going to say it
1: with my chest. All right. There, there, are, there are websites
2: that contain information concerning people that perpetrate organizations that they're not members of. They'll put their names the cities that they're located in if they have an opportunity to put their tags from their cars with pictures and post them out and say this person is a perpetrator why why is that person perpetrating
1: yes it's because they want to be down so why not just go through the process of being down why would you why right. would you want to walk around maybe you can't afford it with a it. Kappa joint around your neck knowing you're not a kappa? maybe knowing you, that you that can't afford it
2: maybe they're just trying to make meet new friends meet brothers meet ladies you know who knows what they're trying to accomplish?
3: That's
1: sad. It's
2: just like somebody that's doing. Sad. I can't do anything
3: half-ass. I can't. That's it's, sad.
2: Uh, is that sad, your way bro. of throwing a plug about Calvin Klein underwear? Come
1: on, man. <laughs> that's come sad, on, man. bro.
3: Come out here telling the world my business,
1: man. That's sad, bro. For real, to perpetrate. I, is I don't sad. disagree with you, but you know what? A lot
2: of perpetrators have been have been thoroughly um, handled inappropriately. Uh, some of them have been handled appropriately. See. see. Um, but the reality is, it happens. I mean, I've run into them. You know, I've taken a paraphernalia off of them, what have you. Some of them, I've offered my shirt for their shirt, right? Because I was with a collection of brugs. So how did you know? Certain signs and tokens.
1: Okay. Right? Well, so, I know it's a secret society. So exactly. I feel really like run. a
3: grown man just walk up to another grown man and just take the shirt off his no, back. No, 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 no,
2: no, 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 no. I had a conversation when it happened in Memphis, Tennessee. Um, this person had the audacity to actually come up to the Memphis alumni tailgate at um, I don't think it was Memphis somebody's somebody's game. They have a, a classic there as well. Yeah. And this dude comes up to the tent, and he's the, you know people he's where he claims he's from. No one knew him, and there were brothers there from that chapter. And as the brothers got ready to swarm on him, I was like, hold on, stop. I said, Wait, a minute, man, he
1: claimed a chapter. He claimed wow. a chapter. He a claimed school. a, a he claimed school. school,
2: which has a chapter, right of, of the of oh. kappa or omega or of alpha. Right. He claimed that chapter which was at, let's call call it Bowie State, Maryland. Okay. Let's call it Bowie State. All right. And there were people there from Bowie State in the era of which he said he pledged, which that was not the case. And so then at this point, now you've got a collection of 10 to 20 bros. Mm -hmm. Like, we want to whoop his ass, right? Right. And me being a sensible said, my man, one, not only do you need to leave, you need to let me get that shirt. And as a matter of fact, I will give you the shirt off my back for that shirt. Okay. You're keeping him out
1: of trouble. I'm trying to help
2: this brother. But, however, somebody else stepped in and then the one hit a quitter and, yeah. Dropped him? It was was a wrap. Yeah. But I did get the shirt and left my shirt on him. And it went on back to where we were. (laughs) You left your shirt
3: on him. Yeah. So
1: so, So, when he came through, let me make this clear. He came through. Did he know your proper... Cap a handshake. One you know. do so secretly that me and Jay never see it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Did he know right.
2: that? One I never give the grip to any man. Damn right. Me. That's truthful. I never give the grip to any man. But um, I don't know if he knew challenges or if he knew grips or if he knew whatever. But he felt that he was strong enough in whatever he was thinking in his mind to roll up to an organization's event with that organization yeah, with, with their letters on kind of and then pretend, and then act like he's a member knowing damn well you're not that's that's either really brave or really stupid yeah, I'm yeah, going yeah, with yeah. the latter really I'm going go with I'm the just, latter I am going with the ladder i do not think very stupid, stupid. so you know that was some dumbass shit but
3: clearly he had been pulling it off for a minute for him to feel comfortable enough to do this yeah that's, that's nobody terrible. challenged him before
1: Right. right, right. So I'm gonna so go he, to the
3: organization. Yeah, he didn't know what he was in for. He was like, "If I can get past
1: this, <laughs> you know, I, can get like, through, I can get through." It's like going to the fraternal police really, exactly. organizations. What, what a cop annual gala with a cop uniform on, knowing you ain't no police. Well, you open this wine from, from, Let's drink.
2: Yes, sir. Pass. You got the wine open right
3: there.
1: Yeah. Now, I got the wine so you mind. look at it like this. You got um. How long we been talking now? I don't know.
3: I got here late, so whatever y'all did before I got here don't count. It doesn't. Hold on, hold
1: on, hold on, y'all. How long we been talking? Forty what? Damn, we've been talking almost an hour because I had other shit I wanted to cover. So before because I don't do I ain't doing no more than an hour. All right. So before we get to the nitty and the gritty, can I can we just get off the fraternity shit? Yeah,
2: can can you tell me why you ain't cooked me dinner yet? Kamala
1: oh, man, Kamala on. Harris oh. Joe Biden. Gimme give, give me your thoughts. I'm gonna let Jay go first. Give me your thoughts. Kamala Harris. Joe Biden. You know what? I'm <laughs> What do you think? I'm so confused by it
3: because By that selection? Yeah. yeah why? it makes sense for Joe Biden. It makes perfect but sense. But why are you know? confused by Because they were arguing a couple years ago.
1: Yes, they were. But well, everybody
3: argues. Nah, but like she like called him out and like. But bro, hated bro his everybody
1: gut. everybody argues. Right? True. True. Everybody okay. argues when they're trying to be the president. Nobody nobody cares. Everybody argues. Why why is that? Uh you want some wine? Ray? I got patron. Okay. Oh, the figures. Got my well, hey, my why is that? Drew what's your thoughts Kamala Harris I think she's she's energetic I think she's, she's right passionate. for Joe. Biden. Oh she she, she is passionate the ticket is She is the she's ticket the ticket She is the ticket for Joe Biden You think the so The ticket Oh yeah Yeah Oh because, yeah Because you know A lot of people down here in Georgia Since we broadcast it from beautiful Alive Kevin studios Right here in, in Atlanta Georgia A lot of people Y'all know what we do L&L hey. Yeah, Patron. Patron. Oh, come on, man. L and L, raise here. Yeah, we gotta wait for Drew, man. We gotta, we gotta wait one. for Drew with the L. And L Ray, y'all see? Can y'all see Ray? The, the raised hand is in there. Ray gonna sit mm. there with me when Case come yeah. in. Yeah, right, we gonna, gonna talk to the Case too. Love and loyalty. Love and loyalty. All right, so I'll show them what we're drinking. Can we show them what we're drinking? Yeah, give it here. You show Cooper and these. Yeah, turn the label the other way.
3: I had it that way. Nah, there you go. There it is. There it is. Cooper and
1: Thief red blend number three. Number
3: three. Hey, can I have my Patron back before we? Because you tried to Come on, man!
1: Come on,
2: son! Come on, son! This
3: come is on, come on, man. son! I mean, I, yeah, this is come Your on, big son! big brother—that's the only reason the why podcast. you get that. But give me my dad. So, Drew,
1: you still didn't tell me what you thought about Kamala Harris um, and Kamala, 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 on. Chameleon. I think yes. that um, and Joe B.
2: She's the best. The best person that could run with Joe B. I mean, she she would bring it people, home. There's a lot of people yeah, on that's on that's social that's
1: media from here from the A that was like Stacey Abrams. Why do you think he picked Stacey? Abrams? Stacey Abrams wouldn't have been
3: accepted mm-hmm. among the masses, no. not like Kamala Harris. Exactly. You got to understand the demographic that she covers by same. her being a black female and also Asian. And Asian. Like that. Stacey
1: Abrams is black.
2: But no, 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 no. Stacey yeah. Abrams is not mixed. She doesn't, Abrams, she doesn't have the same appeal. Stacey tried to sue the government, right? So if you figure she ran for an office, didn't win, and came back and said some other things said, you know what, I'm going to attack the... Um, the, uh, the electoral college, not the college, but how we count votes in the state of Georgia and all this other good stuff. Right. I don't think there's anything wrong for what she did. I think she was fair in doing it. I'm like, damn, girl, you got some balls handling. But at the same token, I don't think she's vice. I don't think she was going to be selected as the vice president, vice presidential candidate. A lot of people think that um, Keisha Lance Bottoms. Hey, Keisha. Hey, Keisha. And, and her husband, up, Her Fox with Keisha. Our husband, director Derek is my frat brother from my school from Zeta iota. What's up, d Yo Yo? Um. I don't
1: know if Keisha was cold, slid that old shit. Yeah, that's why, why I couldn't do it. Nah, nah, nah. You know, I'm nothing do. more than the square. He's gonna throw yeah. his. What more do you need? All than right, go ahead, so I'm just a so, ahead. I, I
2: say all that to say, you know, sometimes you need some people that have experience at a higher level in politics to be able to get some of the things that need to be done to have that 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 suave, debonair, arrogant attitude that can be crossed, that can transcend party lines. Um, get people to see something that they don't want to see and I'm not saying Keisha Lance Bottoms doesn't do that because she's doing a hell of a fucking job in Atlanta yeah. um, and I'm not saying gay can't do it either I'm just for me as I look at the resume you know over the years Kamala's
1: a senator yes yeah. exactly
2: yeah. and you know she's also been a district attorney she's done some other things she's so, got a larger scope exactly. her, resume is, yeah, her, resume, her is resume is just better her resume is so, just better resume is pop and yeah. so with that resume yeah. you know it's great people would say Popping you know resume. everybody in the beginning were thinking that um, it was going to be Mrs or Michelle Obama you know i think oh well that's going to solidify the ticket she's going to get all the votes cuz white women black women everybody love her no she no she. Well, i don't think she wants it too hell no
1: she don't want it
2: so you yeah. know that being said you got to don't want look, it bro
1: you got to look beyond barack said that a long time ago she don't want it that's mm-hmm. mic drop oh, so, If understand. she throw her name in Nick with joe biden that's mic drop bro exactly. so, Yeah, but you also got to look beyond they might put joe what? biden off the ticket if that's, she, that's if she, what if she, i thought if she, i thought she <laughs> should, i thought michelle obama should have ran for president and then brought her husband is as her vice president, her VP, right? Barack, Barack, we need Barack back in there somehow, some way, man. So Michelle should have ran for president and then brought Barack in as a vice president. I was, I was hoping, to I the was hoping Barack if would Michelle get elected runs for governor. If Michelle Ellen
2: DeGeneres will be her vice president a landslide.
1: Ellen DeGeneres?
2: Not with the problem she having right now, well, I'm bro. just saying, the point is she's going to going Not with, with the, the problems she's she 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 having right votes. now. But was, the reality is, is
1: votes.
3: Obama needs to be elected the governor of the United Nations. that's what they need they need to just go ahead
1: and do that (laughs) turn off this man (laughs) microphone turn that shit off (laughs) he sound
2: like goddamn Trump oh you know when we got the hundred plus governors you know, we can he have sucks that vote. For Barack, I'm like, who the hell? Got? There's only 50 governors in the United States, you dumb fuck! And, no, the governor
3: bro. of the United Nations. You know Gover- that it has, they has an, a governing body. Barack don't want Nations, that shit, right? I know he don't want it, but...
1: He would be he a, a good... He'd a 400,000 to speech. Hey, I, so
3: I need him to get that Bill Clinton speech <laughs> money, though. Here's so a here's question for you.
2: Do you think Keisha Lance Bottom should get a cabinet position if Joe Biden wins?
1: Absolutely. Okay. What cabinet? The the lower cabinet in the kitchen. <laughs> department of housing. Department of House. This
2: dumb motherfucker
1: here. Department of housing. <laughs> yeah. Department of housing. Department of, cow- department,
3: yeah. housing.
2: Yeah. department of housing.
3: This motherfucker here. Yeah. Give her give her the drawer under the stove that keeps right. the food warm. Give her that drawer. That
2: shit keeps pans in it. Ain't the, no
3: food no. in No, see, look, I'm gonna teach you something real quick. You know that drawer under yes. your oven is yes. supposed to keep your yes. food warm. It's not just yeah. the whole pans.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So okay. give her that one. Okay. Yeah, give Keisha Why do something. you
3: keep drinking my Patron? But let me tell you something. Can't though.
1: prove it. Let me tell you something though, man. All right, Stacey Abrams, Kamala. Mm-hmm. Oh, Kamala. I keep saying Kamala is Kamala because you got to run running it back out of New Orleans, right? You it's think about Kamala. olives, right? Kamala, right? <laughs> Stacey, Kamala olives. Stacey Abrams, Kamala Harris, Keisha Lance Bonds. Who you smashing? Oh Oh This what you see I'm dropping them <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go. let you go first on that one. I'm going last. On this
2: <laughs> well, that's an easy answer. Who's that? I'm going with the vice presidential candidate,
1: Kamala. Why?
2: Because yes. that's the safest answer for anyone. Kamala, well. what, are
1: you, what are you doing, bro? Keisha.
2: Hey, man, don't talk about my boy wife
3: <laughs> that's the only reason why you didn't say Keisha. It's all good.
1: Word is bond because that's your because your frat brother's wife. Hey, he's my friend Whatever. Keisha's everything,
3: bro. Yeah. Keisha's nah, fly. it's Keisha. Keisha
1: got fly. Keisha, got fly. Keisha
3: if you listening, every she time I swag. get off a plane and I see your picture, <laughs>
1: <laughs> You never makes us disrespect the man. When <laughs> hands be dirty. Yeah, yeah. We gonna disrespect the man. Let's just no, say Keisha's, no. Keisha's beautiful, bro. Keisha, I, you I you, you everything. Yeah. And she got swag. Stupid she swag. dresses yeah. well. Oh, yeah. She's
2: got impeccable in speech. Yeah. I mean, she, she's smart as fuck. However, man. her last name is Bottoms.
3: Hey. I like that. Enough said.
1: I like the fact that Atlanta even got a man named Keisha. To me, that shit is some fly shit. I well, man fits. name is Keisha. It fits. Yeah. Keisha Bottoms. That makes sense. What's her middle name? I don't know. I don't know. Denise or something like that? Monet. Monet. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'ma call her Bell. I'm gonna call her Bell. Keisha Bell bottom. Keisha you know, Bell. Bell, Bell. Hey, hey, Bell. Hey, Bell, hey, Bell is French. Bell is a, it's a southern name. Hey. You and I are both from the south. It's hey. also French for beautiful. They see so as a beautiful bottom. Hey. I'm sure
1: I'm sure of it. Hey. I'm sure of He's it. A beautiful bottom. A beautiful. Beautiful. That shit don't That's make new concept. So no so right so, so straight up and down, do you think with with Kamala and Joe Biden, do you think they got a chance to rock this shit?
2: Um I think Kamala has, she's going to probably only have one opportunity for a solid vice presidential um, debate. If she kicks That's ass, all she's going to get
1: is one. That's it. But, but
2: you know, Biden's That's not going to do anything. Biden's not going to come out and say anything profound to make anybody want to vote for Biden. No. So, it's got to be her. She, Pence is dumb as a rock. So, she should be able to destroy Pence and show credibility against Trump in that debate. If she kicks ass in that debate. Um, and wins over some other states, I think that we'll be fine. I think that, think that we I, I, I
1: really I really do think that there are enough people on both sides of the of this debate, whether you're liberal or conservative mm-hmm. or progressive liberal or or you know a progressive conservative yeah. or just a that or is just sick freak. of just sick of Trump. I like I honestly believe that. And I think the people that did not vote in two thousand sixteen are going to vote. I don't know. This time around. I'll I'm not this. sure about it. Exactly. So let me just I'm not, I'm not too sure. About I, that. I'm, I'm going on faith. Okay. you going on faith. <laughs> I'm going not facts. This okay. is faith. Okay. So let me take it from, from the Drew
2: Bell perspective. Right? You know, we've talked about, you know, trying to use my, my reach to say, mm-hmm. let's start some voter registration drives yeah. or do some um, candidate informational series. I truly believe that Trump has gotten so many people out of the woodworks that would um, have not voted in the past, that don't look like us, that have missing teeth, bad breath, can't even walk straight, trailer park trash, that one. too, or just straight up Klansmen and some miscellaneous bullshit. I believe that those people now they feel empowered again because they walk around with their chest out, they feel untouchable they're going to come out and vote in droves. Right. If our people, and if black folk, minorities don't get up off their ass. Not you know, just
1: black folks because there ain't enough of us. All brown, all, if all, all brown all people. people. All brown, brown people. All brown people.
2: All minorities, anything other than just if you're not white and call yourself something, we all need to vote collectively. At well, that's home. what we
1: did for Barack. That's what right. we did and we won. Right.
2: Twice. Right. But right, we right.
1: wasn't fucking with Hillary like that. No. Right. No. Right. We just wasn't. He no, was but it's, not, in that wasn't, case it, wasn't wasn't great, like that. it was the right. it was
2: greater of two evils. There was a lot of people who didn't like it. It's still like the children.
1: greatest uh, the great of real. two evils. It, it, it still is.
2: is. It's Trump versus Biden, bro. But well, you know, Biden's law decisions back back before he was vice president. You know, that's you know some people. We all did what he thought was right. He did what he
1: thought was right. He didn't have to call
3: us predators. He didn't have to say that in the But you taking
1: you taking you bro, we can't we can't as African Americans take that shit personally. Because we know we not all are predators, right? That's fair. Okay. So if you're talking about a predator, there's motherfuckers out here that's predators, man. Facts. And the the thing that I hear nowadays is uh, Kamala locked up so many brothers that motherfuckers, y'all gotta stop doing dumb shit stop doing dumb shit how the
3: 100%. hell do you expect
2: somebody to get their knee off your neck, Bro, I'm just using that as an example, not just saying my Floyd, but Bro. how do you expect somebody to stop punishing you your ass don't stop fucking up, when you keep up? doing shit to get punished when you don't stop fucking up, when your mama yeah. was whooping your ass and she told you I'm whooping your ass because, or, when I get my hands on you and whoop your ass for all the shit you've done you eventually sometimes say, I'm not doing that shit no more. Right. You don't but we continually keep doing the same stupid shit. The deaths in Atlanta, the deaths in Chicago, all these goddamn equality drives, black lives matter and all this other shit, and we still killing each other. Whenever we stop killing Whenever we stop We, stop kidding, we, stop we can't up, stand we don't respect one another enough as an individual to be able to say, Okay, I'm you know a, what?
1: I can give you I can give you a, a hard ass reason why why we don't respect each other. I need a hard reason. What and one of my reasons, and I don't know if y'all are going to agree with this. One of my reasons are a lot of the people that use the the word nigga are not smart enough to differentiate what nigga means and, and how to use it properly. Okay. We may say you my nigga, but think about this. If you get mad at another black man, your you replace up. the word nigga with the word brother... You're less likely to do anything to him. So think about it. You're but not gonna even, say, I'll, oh, "I'll fuck this brother up." See, it don't even it, sound it, right. It, it, don't, it doesn't. It, it, doesn't, doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't give you anger. It doesn't. But why, you even, say, you, fuck these why even use niggas, niggas. niggas When that shit
2: generates from picnic from picker nigga? right? You know right. why? Why? Why, because why because even allow into, ourselves to, to turn, turn it a positive? But have we? But it ain't a fucking positive. We have turned it a positive. positive, just like just like saying bitch. You know, you call them. We're each other bitches all the time. So, but you saying
1: that's okay?
3: So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this. And here's my here's my my perspective to it, it's on the
1: way it's where it's how you use it But I, here, I mean here's
3: it. my perspective on 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 the word and the verbiage and the whole deal so the gay community, for example, excommunicated an entire word in less than 30 years.
2: Mm-hmm. They made it a hate
3: crime. It's completely banned. If you use it, you'll get you'll lose jobs all over the place. Oh, absolutely. What's stopping us from doing the same thing with the word?
1: We don't have no goddamn discipline.
3: Outside of the fact that we aren't exercising bro, you discipline.
1: Are, you do not know how to talk on a microphone. And we, why
3: are you
2: so far off the mic? God damn,
1: son. Uh, right, the, the, so that, that
3: yeah, the simple fact that we're not, we're not exercising discipline and... Avoiding the perpetuation of the stereotype. Well,
1: first of all, the, the rap artist got to stop
3: you. Yeah, that, and, that's, and that's what that's I'm getting number at. One. That's what I'm getting at. And it's been going if, on since, since. If they trailblaze that, it'll go away. It'll go away. I, I, it. Completely. I Yes, it will. Completely. Yes, if it will. Every rapper stop using the stereotype. You, know you, know
1: you know what I see a lot? Because I'm on social media. Follow me at Ed Lover on Instagram. You know what I see a lot? I see a lot of women that post stuff. And they say, these niggas out here ain't this, these niggas out there ain't that. I immediately jump under their comments and say, sweetheart, the problem is you dealing with niggas and not men. Right. Start dealing with men and brothers and stop dealing with niggers you keep looking for a nigger. ain't no real niggers out here then everybody that gets incarcerated come home and everybody want to talk about how they a real nigger. because you committed a crime does not make you a real nigga you know what makes you a real nigga if you have a baby out of wedlock and you take care of your kids if you get up every day and you go to work and you respect and and love your black women and take care of your family that's what a real nigga is a real nigga is not a nigga that 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 does street shit that don't make you a real nigga. Okay. It make you a real dumb nigga because you're gonna end up either dead or you're gonna be incarcerated. But to the All point. Right, hold so on what on makes a you any realer time. than me? Go they ahead. niggas ain't real out here. What's real? Every time we get up and breathe, we real. Yeah. Okay. This
2: this is my take. I'm
1: telling you, if they I'm, stop using the word, it'll I, I'm around. not gonna I agree. Agree. So, let I agree
2: Let me say this. I don't defer shit on anybody else. I start with myself first. And you know that and you know that. Yeah. If I commit to not saying the word nigga. You commit to not saying the word. Nigga. Hold on, word hold on, hold on. on. Let me is, it. It. It's So, this. So, but I'm just saying, the minute that we, as an individual, make a commitment and the people around us see that, it's like saying, I can see you a man of God. Why? Not because of how you, just how you carry yourself. Right. How you pray when we pray and we're praying over meals Absolutely. and praying on ourselves, right? The whole description you made about a man owning up to being a father to a child that had nothing to do with it, even though the mom and I get along, That's that's a man. You are always gonna be seen as a black man before you any goddamn thing else. And the minute you fuck that shit up, it's because you done opened your mouth or you did some dumbass shit. So for me, if you being a motherfucking man and you standing up strong and taking care of your daughter or your son, which you know I do with mine, right? Well, I only have one. Now I don't have a whole lot of y'all. So anyway, I po- <laughs> love my babies. But I the point them. is that's being a man. Mm-hmm. And we don't be men. We don't stand the fuck up
3: and own too, our shit. Because we're
1: too worried about being a fly nigga. Yes. Do, do I look fly to you?
2: <laughs> no, but you
1: different. Yeah. Uh, why I got to be different? Fuck you. <laughs> you know, the point I'm is. too, bro, but we're too busy worrying about, <laughs> okay, but instead it, of being brothers, yeah. we're too worried about being a real so, nigga instead so, of being a real brother. I ain't worried about yeah. being a real nigga. I'm worried about being
2: the best Andrew Bell I can be. Ex- well, and, that and, makes you a real brother.
1: That makes you a right. man. Okay, so but that don't mean I'm trying to be a nigga. But Not why this, do we Why do we equate going to prison with being a real person, a real Real, brother, or real, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, we can't hurt each other if we take that word out of our vocabulary. You can't, you, you're you not going to pull the trigger off on a brother that you consider, another a a man that you consider a, a brother. brother. Yeah, if you not. look at him as a nigger, you're looking at him as nothing. Right. And you don't mind killing him Correct. because he's nothing to you. If you say that word brother, you, I'm guaranteeing you, whole thing nine can. times out of ten they can do I, I don't whole
2: disagree can. with you for using the word brother instead of nigger in an opportunity in rage or in a rap song or whatever it is that you may find yourself about to do something different. When I get to that point, what you've, you've, I call you, I've called you. I, I, I've learned from anger management that we've all had our moments when they say juice for a sandwich. Then if those don't know what that means, and you know what, you ain't been there. You don't need to be there. All I'm saying is if I myself can make a difference, and somebody can see me not doing something they say, if drew doesn't do it, I'm not going to do it. My best friend, one of my best friends in life, his name is Maurice Anderson. He doesn't curse. He doesn't drink. He's fifty-one this year. He just had his first child with his I'm wife, a drink. I'm a right? Yeah, but I the point it, is, I got, I got Maurice. In front of Maurice right hangs now. out with us. You would know it. But this, and it. but that brother, when he walks into a room, people monitor how they act and what they do because Absolutely. they know he's a man of God and they know he's about business and he always he always brings excellence. My pastor's right now. So we can. See, why am I? See, shout have, to pastor. Brooks. To add his, shout out, <laughs> pastor. Pastor Brooks. <laughs> but you know, while we're joking and we we being serious at the same time. If if my aura made a made a difference in someone in one person's life, then that person's gonna make a difference in someone's life. And that is why I say I don't I'm not holding the the rappers accountable for what they say. And you know what? If they stop, they great. But if I if I stop, right? And we talked about this voter drive. If we start this and we get out there together, and I'm telling y'all now, y'all gonna hear about it's gonna be and it's gonna be Drew Bell and friends, it's gonna be a voter
1: registration drive. Featuring Ed Lover. That's what it's gonna be. That, and I'm one hundred percent. That's, 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 that's what it's
2: gonna be. And because one hundred
1: percent about community. And,
2: and we gonna make this work. And if we get fifty people to sign up, you know what? That's 50 that's. More than we I, have. I done talked to people already now because I called the Georgia Coalition and I've tried to reach out to the Urban League. This, if you get fifty people, you done done great
1: yeah hopefully you know, we can we gonna do it I'm telling you at Wade Ford Wade Ford and we, we gonna do away, it again we we in Chicago pizza. A, a Ford Mustang a uh, Hot Wheels car <laughs> that's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be a Hot Wheels oh <laughs> man but
2: I'm saying so as you hear we got three passionate brothers having a conversation that wasn't scripted
1: planned or even talked about Absolutely. before this happened. I'm just be sitting down in because, the back. because Capone and Daz Dillinger from the Dog Pound couldn't make it because Daz's mother had a stroke. Oh, man. So, yeah, Daz, yeah, and yeah. we pray and we up so hard for you, pray and praise is up, yeah. up in the air for you, brother. And we love you, yeah. and we will reschedule. And I just want to say thank you to Live Canvas Studios for allowing me to do this here today. Yes. I really appreciate it. My girl, Angel Ray. Uh, for hooking me up man and I thank you Drew and, and you Jay for jumping on this podcast with thank me you today. for having us this way I ain't have to carry it my damn self well, but you <laughs> okay because I was going to sit on the side and make a whole bunch of jokes and make some What's noises the in the back okay and um, just follow me man on Ed Lover Mr. Ed Lover on Twitter If y'all have any comments, just follow the podcast. It's called Come On Son, the podcast. What's
2: the word for today, Ed? Uh Uh-oh. The word of the day is Cooper
1: and Thief. The word
2: for the day is Cooper and Thief. Jay, can you tell me what the (laughs) definition is for Cooper and Thief?
3: Uh, I was watching hanging with Mr. Cooper. Why is he making a sentence when I said make a
2: definition? See, that's the problem All right, right I now. I go. That's right. where riff stands for. Reading is fundamental. You ask the boy Listen a definition, he makes ask a damn me sentence. To read anything. Thank so, you. Hold <laughs> on, let me finish my thing. Say a you. prayer for Daz too.
1: Thank you. Yeah, yeah we will. And Daz, I pray for you so hard, my brother. I hope that Jesus delivers your mother back to one hundred percent good health, man. We love you. We pray for you. We that's know father. that Jesus is king. We know that God is king over everything that we do. And without God, nothing is possible. God gives gets all the glory Yes, Father. all the time. We don't question God. We yes. never question God because God has a reason for everything that he does even though we don't understand it and always God is behind you. God is with you. Yes. God walks with you. God loves you more than you even love yourself and you don't even understand it. and he has your mother. Yes. Your mother is yes. being covered by the blood of Jesus and she will be all right and so Jesus, we pray that you take care of this woman, this wonderful woman, this, this spiritual woman, this God-loving woman, this yes, God-fearing Lord. woman. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, amen. Similar thank you, Krista Hayes, my producer, for always having my back 100%, even when I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do. Thank you for taking that cattle prod and poking me and making me do what I'm supposed to do. I love you, sister, and thank you so much. She's the one that edits this thing down. Make sure that this thing goes out on time. And we will always say, what's up to our boy, Galileo? Galileo! See you son. <laughs> Until next time. This has been Come On, Son, the podcast. Come on, son. Come on, I'm that now. Come on, son. Bye-bye. fuck out of here with that bullshit. <laughs> bye-bye. <Peace> bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Come on, son. This episode of Come On, Son, the podcast is being brought to you by Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. No, I'm only playing. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> nah. Y'all keep going first. Everything else will fall into place. We'll talk at y'all next week, man. Y'all know what it is. Come on, son.
0: This episode of Kumansa, the podcast is produced and engineered by co-executive producers Krista Hayes and Kimana Paulus in downtown Chicago. This is an official Loudspeakers Network podcast. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof?